Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Welcome to Say by the Bell, Say by the Bell podcast. This is episode 14 with Brian with the Y, part 3 because part 1 was not enough, part 2 was not enough, part 3 was not enough. So there'll be a part 4 and we're still talking about stuff that's not say by the bell we say say by the bell i say say by the bell once so get ready for it this is brian with the y part three so if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free that's why i use it there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer i do it all on my phone I have my friends check in, it's one click, one click, and it's good to go. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. I made 38 cents, so eat that. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. There he is. There I is. <laughs> there he be. <laughs> there you do. That's uh, right. Shit, that worked out a lot easier. Well, me. and I, yes, and and just like before, when I clicked on the link, that doesn't work. I have to copy the link and put it in my and. So that's why it took like oh. 30 seconds instead of five. Okay. So. I can get down with that. Right? Yeah, that's not too bad. Why yeah. would they do that? Um, so we've been talking here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting all, all down because the people want to know what's going on here now that it's episode 14 coming through i think this is part three with you yep because people need more brian with a y i think so before other shit's happening because this is what's happening right now in the world so this is where we're going so you better you better effing enjoy it um Mm -hmm. because you should uh, anyway, back with Brian. What has been happening with you there, brother? Well, um, you know, uh, the has been pretty momentous, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend's been going to the beach every weekend for, like, you know, a centering thing. And, and. Ooh. It's it's wonderful because my my centering thing I've been meditating and doing oh, this this uh, deep breathing meditation gratitude affirmation uh, and and I was doing it Beautiful. for a while 
yeah, I was doing it for a while, but only on days that I worked. And then my goal was to do it on days I didn't work. And I was able to do that every day this last week. And um, it felt super great. And then, you know, you, you throw in her getting centered with the beach and um, it, a lot. We've just been talking a ton about GameStop. And um, I know that nothing has hit the moon yet, but I know the value of positive energy and positive thoughts. And so I've just been writing down all kinds of ideas and all kinds of ways that I can change lives after the squeeze and, and how we're going to systematically like help others, uh, you know, from, from the ground up, you know, locally and then just kind of expand. Dude, that's fucking killer, man. I was, uh, Totally talking with one of my buddies who was my uh, co-host on one of my other podcasts. We were talking about this, about how, you know, the, the power of putting out the positivity into the world and how much that, you know, if enough people do it mm-hmm. and there's enough positive energy, that positive energy is going to happen. Right. Right. And, and, and so... Oh. Yeah, no, that's that's where that's where I was going. I was just saying, then you keep on fucking doing that, man. Like, um, that GameStop is gonna happen, man. It'll happen. It's just not right this second, but it's gonna happen. So, just just chillax on it. Chillax mm-hmm. on that motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it's yeah, it's gonna happen. It's just. There's there's no rush and and it's it's long term value. It's only going to go up and and if anyone is ever like freaking out about like oh you know I gotta I gotta get the tendies now. It's like the value is in it. The the value is not you know uh, the value is not in ca- the stat stock being cashed out. The value is in having the stock and so that's that's all that matters and and you know when i went from you know 1x shares to xx number of shares then i told myself i was always going to hang on to at least you know 10% of my shares to to keep the value in the stock no matter you know and and people people have said that they're going to do the same thing and and it's so cool because um and and I it, it's it's like on on Reddit I can joke about it, but like I I can't say how wonderful it is that people are just talking about coming together as um, you know the apes as as retail investors as you know one group and nobody even like you know nobody even mentions race or age or gender or orientation and. It's it's funny because that's not you know it's not an an issue with this situation with the you know with the retail traders and it's really cool because it it just feels it's like it's like when you're walking down the street and you see someone wearing like a blazer hat or a blazer shirt and you're like you know and normally it would be kind of maybe an uncomfortable interaction but you're just like go blazers and they're yeah, like, like yeah 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 yeah, it's like, yo, dude, Blazer fan, fuck yeah, what's yeah. up, man? Who right. the fuck are you? 
I don't know, but you fucking go Blazers. Yeah, yeah, and it's you just feel good. It's just good energy, and and it's just so exciting because there's going to be a huge, a huge shift in in you know, COVID caused a bunch of wealth and assets to go from the working class to the one percent, and yeah, this. I, I, I think that if the government were to step in and not let the stock run its course due to the manipulation, then they would also have to come out and be like, okay, the whole system is completely rigged, <laughs> like blah, 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 blah. But they, I, I don't think they will because there's still value, as, as little a value as there is in like the dollar um, I still think that there is value and it still will be honored as a currency, you know, and um, a little side note, my girlfriend and I, we were talking about, you know, returning pop cans and stuff the other day. And I had this idea about if the bottle return, cause you know, they, they have where you can go and did you ever do the bottle return in Oregon when you were here? Um, Actually, here's my thing I did in Oregon. They have this thing. Uh, what's it called? Um, the Oregon bottle drop. Where you can go and you put them in a fucking bag and then you drop them off mm-hmm. at a place. Mm-hmm. Yep. The yep, they, do it. yep. Yep. So with that idea, because a lot of people were doing that because we just had a bunch of miscellaneous cans and I didn't. I didn't have that set up. So I was like, oh, I'll just go and hang out. And I ended up hanging out there. Never going to do that again. I'm going to do the the green bag thing now because I, I yep. see the efficiency in that. But the, the idea is uh, y- you can drop off your bags of green, you know, green bags of cans, but get crypto credited to your account. Oh, you Wait, they're, they're doing that, or you're suggesting no. this? I'm suggesting that. Yeah, yeah, they don't have that, but that would because you're getting like you're getting ten cents a can, and and if the facility only accepted bags, green bags of cans, and you were pre-registered, you would still avoid, um, you know, God bless, they have their own, you know, value and, and they're wonderful individuals, but you would avoid some of the street toughians that are collecting cans because yeah. they they don't want crypto, they want cash. <coughs> For now. Right, right. But but I you can't, you know, in unless plaid started accepting crypto for their 24 ounce cans of hurricane, then it wouldn't be an <laughs> It wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But once once that fucking happens, then uh then the dollar's fucked. Once mm-hmm. once people well, I mean I don't know if this is true or not, or if this is just something, but you know they got fucking homeless people or now you I don't know, it's stupid. You have to call them, you know, displaced humans or something to that effect. But you know, in in essence, they're they're homeless people, and it's still some people choose to be that way, and that's it's a fine thing. So nothing wrong with it. And some people 
are there because of shitty things. And uh, but some people out there have you know, phones or stuff like that. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. have spare change, it's like, hey, give me a little bit of fucking. Uh, you got your credit card, don't you? You know, hook it up with this Venmo, or you, they have a you know a Venmo thing, which would be smart. Just uh, that would be a good thing to do, actually, in Portland. Mm-hmm. You should go and have a service where you hook up all the homeless people, collect them all up, get them all, say, hey, hey, homeless people, come over here. I got a good idea for you. And you go and you give them each their unique Venmo account. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then have like a sticker or something they can stick on their grocery cart or something, something to that effect. So then people can just come by and maybe not a grocery cart, but you know, maybe, maybe they'll have that bottle of hurricane that, or that can of hurricane that's been sitting around. They hold on to it. They put a sticker on there that has their unique uh, Venmo address and then boom, they have money in their account but how do mm-hmm. they access that account i don't fucking know that's okay the part how, about, where I... how about this go ahead so they have a personalized beer koozie that has their Ooh. venmo yeah. and they can just you know they can just slide the 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 bullet of hurricane in there and and then when it goes to their venmo they could actually because they more than likely have a phone so they can scan barcodes or they can display a barcode to be scanned like at Starbucks, how you can pay with your phone and stuff like they can have that at grocery stores. Like I'm, I'm sure you make a phone call and that function already exists, but um, you know, send it straight to their Venmo and then they could transfer it however they want. But, um, and if they like- didn't have that, what? I was gonna say like a cash out system, like they yeah, but they and... they they just pay for it directly with their Venmo account, or they transfer the funds into their PayPal and then pay that with their PayPal um, at Safeway or Freddy's or whatever. Does Freddy's accept PayPal? Um, I know that you get, don't. I know that you can, can get, you get a oh. you can get a um, it's like a debit card. For the PayPal. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so does... I mean, that's a great idea. Or like them or Venmo. Like, either one of them has that. You give them the... You give the homeless person the debit card and their fucking koozie that they put their fucking hurricane in <laughs> with their u- unique um, QR code. Yep. And then, boom. Money is gone. Once homeless <laughs> people don't need money... Money can be totally wiped out. It's going to wipe out side hustles, which kind of sucks. That's the worst part about, I think, losing the dollar is side hustles are going to be gone. Or not side hustles, but like, you know, side hustles, side hustles, like under the table side hustles. But those are going to be. Then, even then, you know, if, if, um, Juan and Miguel roll over to my mom's yeah. house and and fix her yard, and you know she, she doesn't have to give them 
uh, a handful, you know, an envelope of money, like we can give them, I, we've given them like clothes and all kinds of like random stuff. Oh, you know? and they, they, yeah. they value all of it. You know, they, they value, if anything, they, the thing they value most is more jobs <laughs> to, to, yeah. You know? They tore up okay. uh, my cousin's deck through through the connection, and and I had a ton of clothes in my closet that are because I was storing a bunch of stuff in my mom's garage. She made me get she every time you visit, I want you to send a box to Goodwill, and then finally I just I had like five boxes of stuff, and half of it was clothes. She gave it she gave it to Juan, and he freaking he sent it home. He loved it all, and it was all just stuff that it was like stuff that I I wore when I was I was never emo, but it was the closest thing to it for me. Okay, so, you know, just weird band tees. Like you you you've heard of MSI Mindless Self Indulgence? Uh, no, the band. Oh well, huh. they were they were there. They are still are a band, but they were one of the one of the bands I've seen most live but uh okay they're, they're they're super dope and um they're kind of like a a beekman's world to bill nye kind of like they're kind of abstract i guess but electronic ah all right okay so i, I can get okay i can get down with that mm-hmm. yeah i could i could send you I, I haven't listened to their stuff in about a year, but I could I could look up some new stuff or I could send you one of their one of their favorites of mine after the after the cast. Yeah, do that, man. Do that. Because uh, you know what? If I've never heard of them, it's all going to be new to me. Right. So right. I figure that's that's that. Um, and dude, I have two other podcasts now and i'm working on a third other one uh so cast in a way man um cast away like tom hanks minus the fucking tom hanks shit whatever tom so, hanks does well other you know like uh i mean how do you want to go down the conspiracy route or do you just want to go down the fact that he intentionally <laughs> lost a whole bunch of weight in a very unhealthy way just for that role and it's permanently affected his metabolism like <laughs> uh, i haven't gone down that part i was gonna i was down the conspiracy road but let's let's talk about this i'd like i'd like to hear this so he lost i mean he was because the role before or the role after he was fat right and well I think, and I, yeah i think that christian bale did the same thing Mm-hmm. They both, it was either they were really fat and they got really skinny or they were really skinny and got really fat. Right. And in a really short amount of time. Yep. Yep. So his metabolism now, uh, your uh, doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, of course, yeah. Because I, yeah. Um, basically, when you do anything extreme to your body, like. That that's why like fad that's why like diets like they're taxing on the body and people say, Oh, I'm on this kind of diet, but like the diet has to be like a window 
And after the diet, it's got to be like a lifestyle change. And you got to take it as like who you are and it's your identity rather than just like I'm doing this diet because it'll be easy. I work with this, this fitness model and she had a competition recently and um, all the, not all the women, but like a couple of the nurses were like, you know, showing the, the Instagram pictures and, you know, look at her definition. And I'm like, yeah, but her body's completely dehydrated. Like, you can just tell by how striated everything is. And like, yeah, she's really strong and in incredible shape. But like, we, you know, there's certain things to get the certain aesthetic parts. And, um, you know, I had questions about nutrition and detox, like cleansing. And she was like, I, I'm probably not the best person to ask, you know, because um, <laughs> she knows what works for her to get the results that she wants. But basically, as I digress, so Tom Hanks, you know, had had a reasonable BMI, um, you know, before the role or whatnot. And and then to film the scenes where he's on this island, he loses all this weight and it's all health, you know, it's all health, unhealthy, probably and healthy weight, but muscle mass and, and gets all skinny and stuff. And then um after those scenes i'm sure they wanted to film some other stuff because they had to film the you know five years later so he probably put more weight back on and i'm sure they could have filmed the early movie scenes after he lost you know put the weight back on or whatever but like just that fluctuation um in you know you're not you're never supposed to lose a lot of weight that that much weight that quick and then put it back on and um same with like people who get, you know, uh, tummy tucks or not tummy tucks, but like gastric bypass surgeries and stuff. It's, uh, you know, if you get your part of your stomach stapled and then, you know, this and this cut out and you don't go the traditional way of gradually losing it until it becomes a lifestyle, then you have to take probiotics and like pretty much like daily, daily medication so your body doesn't have a adverse reaction because, um, you know, it's not able to metabolize things naturally and stuff. It's it had kind of this this cheat code. This you used your game shark genie, and then <laughs> now you're you you can't undo it, and you gotta you you permanently did something that you can't undo. And so is that. Well, I mean, he was probably already doing other stuff before then, but I mean, that probably fucks with your brain too, in one yeah. way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, it just. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, Mister. I have no clue about any of this shit. I'm just right. Well, well, and part part of it is is what I like to call Brian logic, which is just like. Hear that. That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, 
The alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón. In my brain, it tells me how it works, but like okay. some of it, some of it does have validity, like the extreme fluctuation and it being taxing on your body and, and it being a lifestyle, like, you know, having a healthy lifestyle is better than like following like a diet and then trying to maintain it. Like you gotta, you gotta find what works best, but you know, like if you are drinking a bunch of soda or eating a bunch of candy and then you stop it, it your body will your body will start adapting but your brain will still there'll still be certain uh, dopamine receptors in your brain that are firing and craving and even though you'll your uh physical metabolism will start to change um your brain will still crave you know, a bunch of sugar or a bunch of alcohol or a bunch of salt. And so even if you can get past, you know, a week or two of like changing your diet, there's still going to be a good chunk of time where it's, there's going to be like a big mental struggle with giving in. And you just got to, that's, that's where like the real hard part comes in. Cause I feel like when we get to the point of wanting to change, is when we're kind of like physically like ill from it or just like physically exhausted. But then after a day or two of chilling out, then we like our brain wants to go back to what the habit was. Like alcohol. Or- uh, oh yeah. Yeah. All I mean, any of know, that. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, you know, I like you have, you're physically, you know, not really in, impacted by it after like what three days, like a day, and then three days, and then. But then you know after that, it's all your mind. But your mind's gonna. It's still yeah firing and like yo where's, where's my shit dog. Right. Fucking give me some of that Venmo. Uh, you know, hit up <laughs> that that hurricane can man. Take that picture of that hurricane can, man, with the the uh, koozie on it that says, uh, you know, I don't know what my my homeless name would be. It'd probably still be Ben, but, um, you know, maybe it'd be like Ben Dog or something. <laughs> I, I figure I, I need a dog. Uh, not Mad Dog, because then that's too, like... You know, Mad Dog, twenty twenty, and we're we're talking more the uh, the hurricane. So we're in a little bit of different different places, but um, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Uh, my my homeless name <laughs> is my my homeless name is Al, which is short for Albrino. Oh, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I do like that. Uh, I, I actually take that back. I had a character on um, WrestleMania 2000 on Nintendo 64, and that guy's name was Herman the Homeless. <laughs> and he, he actually... Um, ended up looking kind of like one of my last wrestling gimmicks, um, which was interesting. I didn't notice that till afterwards, and I'm like, dude, I became Herman the Homeless. It was some <laughs> sort of <laughs> weird Nintendo self-fulfilling prophecy, man, and I turned into Herman the Homeless just as when I was doing a gimmick where I was in a wheelchair, I ended up then busting my knee and hurting my back. And then it was like, you know, one of those things. Don't fucking don't fucking do that unless you're ready to do that. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't know. So Herman, the homeless man, that guy, he's he's seen some shit, though. So he was like. uh uh, he was a bald guy, a balding guy, which I got that. Um, and he wore uh, short cut off jean shorts, which I did. And then uh, just a white wife beater. But I never really did that. I had something close, but it was pretty easy. Oh, and some fucking aviator sunglasses. And. He was just all his main move was kicking people in the balls. So, you know, go Herman the homeless. But someday I'd like to bring him back. I wish I still had that game. It's probably yeah. some some kid in some other part of the world probably got it and saw, you know, because it saves to the game. Like, what the fuck is Herman the homeless? And but uh, you know, I also had some other people in there uh yeah i don't know um that was fun i always like creating those anyways what were you saying those oh just the those create create a wrestler create a fighter create a player like that's one of the coolest concepts i think in like video games you know yeah Uh, just there was, there was, I think it's called WWE All Stars. It was a wrestling game on the the 360 or the Xbox One. I we played, we had it like two years ago, but it okay. was, it was so much fun, and it was like just the creator, the creator wrestler. This stuff was just so ridiculous, and like I've always, I, I usually I'm drawn to creating like, um, especially with like Def Jam Vendetta. Uh, oh, I, good, 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 good pick there, man. Yeah, I'm like usually drawn to creating like a badass character that looks super slick, like maybe like the mob boss with the pinstripe and the suspenders, Ooh, or all right, or, you know, or like a hat or something. But uh, um, you know, almost like how Cesaro used to wrestle with like full like button up and slacks and yeah a tie like i just thought that was so dope and then 
I don't know why, but for some reason I thought it was stupid when low key started doing it like 10 years later. And, yeah. and I, it, I, I don't know. It might've just been because I have certain feelings towards him <laughs> as, <laughs> but understandable. But I, yeah. But the, the whole, the whole get up, like I always try to go with like a cool slick look, but that, that wrestling game, the WWE all-stars that, I, I just had to go so over the top with the character and it, it was really it was really fun in that aspect. That's all I guess. Dude, yeah. I mean it's cool. It's cool as shit. And I it's like um uh uh Dungeons and Dragons type thing. I never was in a Dungeons and Dragons, but you know, create that character and um, I don't know if you were a D and D guy. Um, I take it. I'm gonna guess that you had a short time playing D and D, less than a year, but you played D and D. I I stepped my toes in, yeah, and that's that's probably about accurate. Boom! All right. Um, I, I just I had a feeling. I'm like, I bet you gave it a shot. You gave it a good shot, and mm-hmm. you probably had something pretty cool, but you just you weren't. They were already so far into it, and you didn't quite feel like you were jiving with them. Well, it, it pretty much. Well, it was it was a really interesting thing because, like, right around the time that uh, <laughs> hold on, right around the time that people were getting into D and D because people were into it when I was like in high school to and a degree. You, you know? were down that, in, in Eugene, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. This was okay. like, um, uh, late nineties. Yeah. Um, 99 to Oh three. I graduated in Oh three. Okay. And, um, at 17, but, uh, oh. yeah, I know, but, uh, people were getting into D and D and stuff and my brother had gotten into magic and I oh, wow. like, I was always like I was playing Pokemon cards for keeps with the kids at the end of the street, according to their rules. Like they modified the rules and played for keeps, and I was winning. And so, I got. I have a side note here after this. Please, go, yeah, go but it was it was just it was weird because like I started getting a bunch of their cards, and then. Um, my buddy Jason had gotten caught stealing a holographic Charizard from a kiosk in the mall. Oh, and, and he was, I was 17, he was 18 Ouch. and, and God he could have like, they, they, they just like slapped him on the wrist, but like oh, they could have, they wow. could have really screwed him over because they, they could have. Yeah. Like, but he, you know, he was, he's a piece of shit. So he got to have he, them all. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he continued to make poor decisions so that they didn't really do him too much of a favor. But um, in the time being, it was pretty cool. But uh, it, that, in addition to like playing with the kids in the neighborhood, because like I was getting a bunch of their cards. And then um, I, I also was working at Burger King and like there was a couple instances where I drove by their house and they threw like a handful of pebbles at my car. 
Wow. And, and um, you know, they're like 12, 13, and, and you know, whatever. <laughs> and you were 17? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I was already kind of a wuss, you know, so I didn't know what to do. But um, one one time the mom came through with one of her sons to Burger King in the drive through And she was like, she was like, don't you live down the street? And I'm like, yeah. And your son throws rocks at my car. And she looks at him <laughs> and he's like, it was Tony. It was Tony. It was Tony. Oh, fucking and, just rats out his friend that fucking fast. Yeah. And so um, I, I didn't play cards with them anymore. And uh, Jason, you know, he was he was getting rid of his cards after the whole Charizard incident. And then so I kind of just steered away from the the card gaming kind of, um, you know, subculture or whatever. Wow. You know, uh, was, so go ahead. Oh, just we I, I was still playing um, the Game Boy Color, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. And but then when Pokemon Yellow came out, I that's when I had like got rid of everything. And because um, I was the summer after graduating high school. So so you had like about a year or so of Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. But so these kids, how much did they fucking whine and complain that you were fucking them, like destroying them and stealing all their cards and how like, I don't know, I was talking with, with my buddy this morning about uh, Pokemon kids and how, you know, it was, you know, the, gotta have them all kind of thing and it was uh and there was this thing so he sent me this video of this guy is called nate vlogs and he talks about the pokemon how it's like basically this kid who goes in steals these uh like you know, little little animals that can only say their name, like they're kind of fucking stupid, and like holds them captive and watch to watch them fight each other. And um, it was because I I don't know shit about Pokemon, but it, it we were kind of talking like all the kids, not all the kids, the majority of the kids that we knew that played Pokemon. Cause my buddy is the same age as you, and um, like were. The usually the pretty spoiled kids mm-hmm. that because I mean it's got to have them all and like if you you know it's I mean I could not imagine being a parent and having having my kid say that say that shit like if my I said it to my parents my parents would be like motherfucker go out and get a goddamn job go for, you want you want to collect them all you fucking go out and you work for it like. My parents wouldn't give me that shit in a million fucking years. Like, I'd get one thing, and then, you know, I'd have friends that have, you know, 60 of them. And it's like, what the fuck uh, are you doing? Like, I don't I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was a weird thing. I mean, 
I, I grew up in a weird place, man. A lot of people got were pretty fucking spoiled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I didn't... I don't know. I, I had to work for everything, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. There are people that could fucking collect them all, and right. it was. Uh, I'm like, what? What do you? What do you do? Why? <laughs> what? But you know, people collect all kinds of things. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Pokemon, like, I felt was something that came maybe. In between, maybe your year or the year older than you, like the year in between us, is kind of like the the top end of like ages for Pokemon people. Um, and same with Pogs. Pogs were something that was like I don't, I don't know where you were in Pogs because you know Pogs was like right. the same shit. You get to go and. Mm-hmm. Someone's got the sweet slammer, uh, and just because uh, yep. I mean that, that shit got taken away at, at our school. Um, but I wasn't playing. I I got some. My sister bought me some because um, she my sister's your age, and she bought me some. And I thought some of them were pretty funny. And then you know, yeah, they started doing them for uh, for keeps, and you know. And people just, you know, I'm sure some kids that got all them uh, and then started losing them at school and then, you know, complained to their parents, started crying Mm -hmm. to their parents that, oh, I'm losing all my pog (laughs) because I, and it's like, you learn a fucking lesson, you learn, you fucking, you gamble, you can fucking lose. You're putting mm-hmm. that shit up. You may as well just call it gone as soon as you you start gambling with it. Just as soon as you start gambling with anything, I mean, call it fucking gone because it's that that fucking easy. I mean, you could win, uh, right? But you know, you, you're already just letting it go. So, um, right? But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's. That's my take on on Pokemon and Pogs, and I played a little Magic for. I had you know probably about like you with the the D and D. Like it was in I don't know fifth or sixth grade, maybe somewhere in there. So like I would have been what is that eleven or twelve? So that would have been. 93 94 i had friends friends playing um and um yeah i played for a minute but i just it just never really clicked with me it wasn't anything that was i mean it it seemed cool and i i got the appeal of it but it was one of those things i just had friends that were so much further into it and yeah, I try to play, and it's not even really worth it to play. I guess like they're just right. gonna they're gonna crush me, mm-hmm. and uh, they were so far ahead, and they had so many different decks they could play with, and I 
I barely have one like put together and like, oh, this is my black deck. This is my my silver deck and my green deck. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? I have like <laughs> thirty cards, man. Like, um, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I was, it's... I was, I was talking to my buddy who who plays it, and he was talking about this one rule. And basically, it was like you're allowed to have X amount of cards, you know, or you need X amount <laughs> of cards to to play around. But uh, you're allowed X plus three cards or whatever. And one of the cards was like the magic magic potion herblar of Rasputin Mountain. And my buddy's, like, my buddy's like, yeah, you play that card. And then you bring over the moderator and they'll, they'll acknowledge it. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, this card, it basically you can you can remove or keep any cards that it touches. And since you can have more than one card to, to play a game, you can actually tear the card up and throw it in the air. And any card it touches when it lands, you know, you can remove from play. And I was like, who even comes up with that stupid rule? And it's like, it's the, the people that play the D and D and know the cards and know the rules. You know, it's like a, um, speed running in a video game you just you play it so oh, much okay. you know you know all the little rules and you know all the little tips and techniques but then there's something that you learn that you can use to your advantage and then you unleash it in a tournament and and you you know whatever but um the i Whoa. i always thought the concept of magic cards and dungeons and dragons was really really cool and um when I was a sophomore in high school, I, this was like, Oh one, I had came up with this idea and actually started like writing out some, some rules and, and drawing some maps, but it was kind of like the same idea where you have like a dice and you roll and there's maps, but it was based off of the Nintendo 64 game, Goldeneye. Oh, because we we would have like golden eye tournaments, sure. People, you know, people would put yep. in money, and it was oh. usually, yeah, it was it was only like five or ten bucks, but you could win like a decent amount for being you know a teenager and stuff. So uh, what's the odd time. job rule? Did you have the odd job rule? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no odd job, but you <laughs> could be you could be Jaws if you wanted to. Uh, okay well see the thing about being jaws is he's a huge target and so like mm-hmm. what what's the advantage of being jaws i i think the only advantage would be that you might be able to reach over stuff and you might be able to climb ladders quicker okay but but i always thought you were a bigger target and because you could jump and and navigate quickly and so and and a lot of games nowadays, the gaming physics are so, the frame rate is so quick that that doesn't like all the characters are quick. All the characters can jump and like at the same speed, but like back then it seemed like that type of thing. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that. 
That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232 could have been uh, an advantage or just at least a difference like with mario kart how each you know like Mm -hmm. some of them have fast acceleration but are slower later and then some have the slower acceleration but are fast later some are kind of in between and and even like the the mario kart 64 that um it was so it was still in such a development stage that those differences weren't crazy noticeable but they did make a difference but like now the mario kart double dash like if you put like toad against bowser it's like tortoise and the hare difference oh you know and so i don't know i just some of the older video games like um some of the older video games have certain physics limitations that you learn to like work to your advantage or like work around. And, and I feel like a lot of games, especially with like Fortnite, just anyone and everyone can just like do everything all at once. So are you a Fortniter? I, 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 I will be after the squeeze. Yeah. Like after the squeeze. Yeah, after the uh, the game stock squeeze, and I'm like oh. building building like a gaming for the the production studio. Like, I want to have like a gaming channel and have people on it, and it's it's one of the ideas. But Fortnite is one of the games that that I would play because um, I've heard people talk about it, and just by hearing people talk about it, um, I know that I would like it. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've never played it. I know nothing about it. So, uh, what, I mean, what what do you do in Fortnite? Well, it's a, it's it's like a third person shooter, and you can build structures while you fight, and so you run around and you get all kinds of crazy weapons, and you. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of different customizations and a whole bunch of options, but you build walls and ramps and houses while you're like shooting and not and trying to not get hit. 
and it's it's i like i've always been a fan of like the first person third person type of gaming experience but like certain aspects i don't like like if it's like war i i like uh mil like military type of like yeah. um, re- retro stuff what are those games like uh it was historical so and and something else uh call of duty yeah, call of duty that's the other mm-hmm. one call of duty uh, yeah. Like those games, like I never fucking appealed to me at all. I'd have friends that would, uh, I lose them for months, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, new Call of Duty came out, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna go on with my life. I'll see right. uh on the other side, buddy. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know right. where you're going, but yeah, it just it didn't ever appeal to me. Like to do, except for. I take that back. Um, Wolfenstein 3D, pretty fucking fun. Killing mm-hmm. Nazis in that game. Uh, oh, never gets boring. No, uh, so I got this thing. Uh, I don't know if I told you about it. It's this little cube, probably about the size, I don't know, sort of the size of your cell phone. Um, or, no. Maybe like the size of like a, a one of those charging bricks, sort of about that size. Hey, okay. shithead! Um, and not you. Um, I. But it has fifty thousand games on it, like from uh, every system up to Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. like. Uh, and it's pretty fucking cool so i just started i was playing some wolfenstein 3d recently the nintendo 64 games are not great on there it kind of sucks um but every other system's been good i I might have to get different controllers um because it's kind of hard like it comes with a controller that's basically the ps2 controller and Mm -hmm. um you get two of those. And so it's kind of hard with some of the games trying to use a controller like that. So I ended up getting a, um, and they go, they plug into like a USB thing. So I got a USB Nintendo 64 controller and that's been a little better, but I think I want to get a, like a Nintendo or not Nintendo 64, like a super Nintendo or Sega Genesis one. Um, mm-hmm. Because then I can just tear it up. But I mean, then they have like all the Atari, you know, uh, Intellivision, Commodore, fuck, you know, uh, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. There's only a certain amount of Dreamcast games, but you can re- you can download more. I think you can download thirty thousand more games. So, that's okay. So you could have a total of eighty thousand games i believe somewhere around there did you get the did you get the super console or the super console x i got the super console x pro okay Okay. or something like that um i got the i I went all out on that shit uh good because you know if i'm getting it i'm getting i'm getting that shit and so i've been selling my older stuff i've been like right now on ebay I'm selling mm-hmm. my 
um, Nintendo. I have two Nintendo Super Nintendo combos, and so I'm selling all my Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. Um, I'm listing them right now, but man, yeah, I don't know. I get I don't get into my eBay stuff right now, right. but I I fucking scored this weekend. Uh, Do you I got have some cr- crazy um, shit? Yeah, do you, real quick, do you have any uh do you have any rare NES games or are they all pretty uh standard? Um hmm. or, or do you not know? They're pretty standard. Last okay. year um every April up in Minneapolis I went this year again. Wasn't as good, but last year I think I told you about this. I found a case like uh, one of those clear storage bins that are like, I don't know, a foot and a half, two feet by like two feet, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. There were, I think, two NES systems in there and then the rest was full of like NES games, for the most part, I believe. I have a list somewhere. I, I could, I should find it. Um, but these games were, it was someone who fucking loved uh, fantasy. And holy shit. Dude, I had some fucking really rare games. I had some really rare, really expensive games. I sold through them already, though. And mm, I, um, but dude, this was uh, this was ten minutes from being picked up by the garbage man and being put in a fucking garbage truck. That hurts my heart, doesn't it? It was just mm-hmm. sitting out there on the curb, and we so like you can put anything you want out on the curb to get thrown away, like anything that the garbage truck usually doesn't take, or if you have a bunch of big shit. So I go through and ransack it all before the garbage comes. Um, there's a lot of other people doing it too. So uh, I, uh, I mean, I got that last year, and I mean that paid for, um, paid for the movers to move us down to our new place from uh, from Minneapolis down here to Austin. And then paid for a vacation and then still some more money. And dude, it was, it was ridiculous. This person, like it was probably someone who's, oh, maybe, maybe our age or a little older and maybe they, I don't know, parents just had it forever and kid never picked it up or it might've been someone who is still living at home uh, by the looks of some of these games mm. and their parents are just like, well, fuck it. But right. dude, it was, it was an, such an amazing collection. It blew my fucking mind. Um, but I still, I didn't, I didn't keep any of those. I sold them all off, but I still have some, I still have some Nintendo and super Nintendo games. They're not, rare but they're the ones that people are sought after that you know people not are sought after but the ones that yeah the people want um 
Yeah, the basic ones. That the uh, but I ended up getting these games that were like for Nintendo, you know, like five hundred and one games or four hundred and one games. You know, that has all a whole bunch of the classic shit on it, and then for Nintendo Super Nintendo, like um a hundred and one games or this one has 68 in one games um or in one game and then the heck is that um but then yeah dude i have like some some good games uh for what did i yeah because some of those have already sold i had like a i have a power pad and those power pad games you know tech mobile but these 500 and 400s have everything that you can think of on it that you need. And then Super Nintendo, you know, I got uh, NBA Jam, Street Fighter 2, Mario Paint, Mortal Kombat, uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters, you know, it's kind of stuff like that. That's Those ones, like, sell super fast um, anytime. So I'm just kind of in the process of getting through those um but and then i have some other ones that are just i'm gonna put together with my um two systems just like you know games and controllers together kind of a deal but Mm -hmm. right now i'm at a part where i have to kind of figure out what i can theoretically pack up with the um the woman that works with with me um and then what needs to just be packed up before i move um like stuff that'll be packed up to try to be listed or like listed and you know packed up then but and then what just i'm not going to get to and i gotta pack that up now because i think i leave in like just about a month so i gotta get all that shit fucking taken care of and yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be gonna be interesting. But I scored yesterday. Um, I now see. I'm talking about eBay. Um, <laughs> I I met this guy down this little small town, and he's probably 90 years old. And he he's been collecting, and he's had a, like an antique store, and he's really into collecting old political stuff and old war stuff. And I'm fucking, I already got some of the stuff from him and I'm fucking going to buy him out of everything he has and he's going to keep looking for stuff. But dude, he had some crazy shit, crazy autographs from like people that, uh, quote unquote walked on the moon. I'm not saying the autographs are fake, but the, uh, you know, being on the moon part, I don't, I don't know, maybe, um, (laughs) But, and you know, like, I don't know, he had a picture of, uh, of Buffalo Bill riding a horse down Main Street in the town I live in, Austin, right now, um, on a horse and shit, like, um, and then he's got, like, I don't know, he's got a whole bunch of old, uh, like, all kinds of, I don't know, because, I mean, like, all these fucking weird gimmicks, like any president or, you know, uh, the person that was running for president makes a, you know, 
I don't know, like a, a zillion different gimmicks to sell, you know, or not to sell, but to give out, uh, put their shit on anything. And so like, he's got a bunch of that stuff and yeah, some war stuff, like a whole bunch of medals and, um, some uniforms and, and pictures and shit like that. Uh, but dude was cool as hell. I talked to him for a long time. Um, uh, and so now, yeah, and I'm just kind of trying to gather up some money or not gather some money, but I, I don't have a bank account here, so I can only take out $500 a day here and dude's old as fuck. So I can't, you know, uh, Venmo him or PayPal him the money. So I and you don't I've, have many, you don't have many days where you can withdraw a little amount each day before he might expire. So right, yeah, and that too, yeah. So I gotta, I gotta do as much as I can, and then because I don't have, I don't know if my fucking credit union even has checks. Maybe they do. Uh, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. They you couldn't to, to, you couldn't uh, get a money order and just pay with your debit. But can't you only take do so much in a money order? Yeah, like five fifty or something, and then you just get another one and have two for five fifty. Really? Mm-hmm. That's okay. what we do with. Uh, that's how we pay our rent. Okay. Well, then maybe I will look into that. Maybe he, I'll ask if he takes money orders. Maybe that might be the way to do it, and just get a whole bunch and um because yeah dude i don't know this fucking i told him like if he can't if he keeps finding stuff after i move like i'll pay for him to um put the shit in a box and send it to me like right uh yeah it's totally worth it for him to do that so or not for him to it's worth it for me to get it i guess right the way to put it um, but and I mean, this if, is, yeah, go ahead. Um, if you can give him a reason for living, you know, it might give him a little kick in his step, you know, if he doesn't have that and, and it'll inspire him to see what he can find to help out a fellow collector. That's a few generations behind him, you know? Yeah. Like he has kids and grandkids and none of them want any of the shit. <laughs> like, None of them. And he's like, none of them want any of this stuff. And like, I'm afraid when I die that they're just going to end up throwing all this shit out. And I'm like, dude, this is after we've already been talking for a little while. He tells me this. I'm like, hey, I'll fucking, you know, I'll I'll keep buying this stuff from you. So just hold on to it. And like, you know, I, I didn't say if you die, you die. But like, until you die, I'll keep, I'll keep buying this shit and get rid of it. If they're just going to end up ditching this shit but i mean like so much of this shit should be in a museum or like i should open a museum or some sort of store because or at least document the shit while i have it just to prove that it exists somewhere in the world um because some of this stuff's fucking amazing that he was showing me like i don't know stuff you'll never find anywhere else and it's in this little tiny place and um you know, and probably in this guy's basement in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. And, 
just it would just fucking rot away mm-hmm. but get yeah, eaten man. by some some mold or some rat yeah just some some dumb ridiculous shit <laughs> easily easily and so i'm gonna yeah try to take as much that i can off his hands and then yeah i got get that moved and shit and uh yeah and now i'm I'm going to take a trip out to Cincinnati here uh, in the next, in like two weeks. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to drive out um, because uh, that's where I was born. And there's, um, there's a couple like, you know, uh, picker people that I, I like that I'm I'm gonna try to meet up with out there and um there's like a big flea market out there I wanna check out because there's no flea markets here. Like outdoor flea markets or indoor flea markets. Like I just wanna go to a big flea market and get some shit. Get some cool shit. Some fucking slamming deals. And um so I'm gonna go out there uh you know, maybe sleep in my car uh, along the way. Like my and my mom, I have some family that's buried down in Iowa. Uh, she wants me to go down there and take pictures of that shit, and so it's kind of on the way. Um, mm-hmm. So I was gonna go do that and fucking yeah, head out to Cincinnati and. I don't know, man. Uh, I I'm just gonna kick myself for not going out there while I lived out here, or I would be. So I'm like, I I gotta go because I've been um to Wisconsin and Michigan a couple times, and Illinois and Iowa out here, and so like. I figure I'll go hit up Indiana and Ohio and and I'll knock a few more out and and then drive through I gotta drive through Nebraska on the way out to Utah, which I've never thought I'd ever go anywhere in Nebraska. Right. But I'm gonna yeah, go to Nebraska and then <laughs> I think Wyoming, Colorado shit. Yeah. I, yeah, just a couple of sneezes. All right, Sorry. yeah. Excuse me. That's okay. That's, that's what I thought they were. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. So I'm, I don't know. And driving in a car is nothing I really want to be doing at all, so I don't know. I thought about flying out there, but if I flew out there, I mean, I still have to go. It's a three-and-a-half-hour drive down to where these people are buried in Iowa, and then it's only six and a half hours to Cincinnati. Um, but if I flew, I'd have to drive 45 minutes and then I have to fly to Minneapolis or you have fly to Rochester, which is 45 minutes away or just drive an hour and a half and go to Minneapolis and then fly to Cincinnati and then have to rent a car there. And then do the same thing on the way back and have to pay for hotel and shit. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck my body. I'll just 
I'll, I'll drive over there and I'll bring my air mattress that I can sit in the back of my van and sleep in there and be all baller like that. Um, oh, hell yeah, dude. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah, it was a good i ripped out the seats in my van the back seats there were four four bucket seats in the back and i ripped them all out i didn't rip them out they came out very easily actually (laughs) and um so now i just i have the whole whole back open so it's like a you know covered pickup truck basically in there so um i mean i can i can haul a good amount of shit and i can also put a i think it was a at least a twin size it might have be or a full size maybe might have be a queen i don't know one of those sizes it fits in there like perfectly in the back um and i did it when i was when i drove out to uh, Michigan. When I drove out there through Chicago, I like I slept in that, um, and it worked out pretty well. It worked out pretty all right. And then, yeah, you know what you could do is you could keep your eyes peeled for um one of those carriage things that they put on the back of vans to transport motorized scooters and then you could put your moped on it oh that's a good idea and my yeah my girlfriend's parents they they bought me a hitch kit for my uh for the van but they haven't put it on but they're gonna live like five and a half hours, yeah. six hours away. So, um, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be the thing to put on there. Um, and then maybe, maybe one day I'll have a motorized scooter. Um, yeah. once I, once I 
outgrow my moped. I'll have a motorized scooter. Um, out, when you outweigh your moped. <laughs> my, when I outweigh my moped, yeah. And uh, I just, like, sit on it and the thing disappears. That's when I end up going to get the the old fucking other the uh hover round and then I can go I can go see anything man I can go to the Grand Canyon um <laughs> and uh, you can call and you can call life alert and emergency <laughs> yeah did I I wonder if they have life alerts on those things built in yeah like built in sort of like the uh what are those things called that they have OnStar like the OnStar mm-hmm. thing that they have in cars um yeah, but I don't know. Those I think, life al- I, I think oh, what they have in the I think what they have in the like chassis of the motorized scooters is a like a mercury switch. So when it when it turns on its side or it turns a certain degree, it detects and then it triggers the life alert alarm. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good idea, man. Because you know, once that thing falls over, dude, then you're fucked. You're yeah, there's once that thing. bad chance like, getting it upright, you know. Yeah, and a good chance getting yourself upright, man. Uh-huh. Good, you know, trying to do that after you have a, a hover round on on your leg, <laughs> and you're not gonna, yeah. you're gonna, yeah, do those things, man. They, uh, I think I sent away for a video, but I don't, I did not keep it. Um, cause they were free. You could call mm-hmm. this number and you get a free hover around video, like a VHS. And I had one and I wish I would have kept it. I bet someone has, has it uploaded on YouTube, but, uh, that was a, that was a cool thing to have. Did I ever show you my, uh, so I found this videotape, um, out at, a like a thrift store thing an antique store and it was these ibm guys there's an ibm uh headquarters in uh in rochester which is like 45 minutes from me and it's like these high up executives doing a rap video um (laughs) dude uh it's it's like the uh I don't know it's it's so fucking amazing so I'm like 1992 or something and so I started trying to find all these guys on LinkedIn and I found one of them and I talked to him and he was pretty cool about it like um so I didn't know if someone would be like take this video down right now and fucking burn it and I'm gonna do it but he was like Man, that's cool you have that. Like I can't believe you have that and it's it's cool to see me that young again and um but yeah, I have it uploaded on YouTube all uh man, I wish I I don't know can it, if I can no cuz it just gets the RSS feed. It would be yeah. cool to go and put a, a link to to this video up on my page. That was another thing we were talking about earlier. Um, your shirt, your 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 Dogecoin shirt, yes, taking off. You said that only your stupid, your stupid shit takes off. 
Well, y- yes, and... with with an asterisk, but yeah, continue that thought. Okay, so like I was, I started telling you like my YouTube shit. Like I've I've done so many YouTube videos, and I've put I've had some stuff where I put so much fucking time and effort into it. It's it's insane, and it gets you know a uh, hundred and eight views. You know, uh, 11, 11 years later. You know, no comments, uh, and it's like my a masterpiece to me. And then I do this stupid video of me that gained traction. Maybe it, I don't know, three or four months ago, but I made it back in two thousand eighteen. And it's this video of me going down the highway on I five. Uh, between SeaTac and the uh, Air Force Base there. And I see these planes that are, you know, they're looking like they're not moving or, you know, one of those things. Mm-hmm. And fuck, dude, a shit blew up. It was... Blew like, up, blew up, like, what kind of what kind of numbers? Well, not, I mean, it was a lot to me, like, almost, like, 200,000 views and, like, uh, like, a, a fucking over, you know, thousands of Night. comments. And I'm like, dude, it's this stupid, but the good thing is you can't see my face on it, but it's just my stupid fucking voice doing this little thing with my, holding my phone up while I'm driving down the road being like, oh my god, this plane is literally not moving. Like, and the fucking shit blows up like fucking two and a half, three years later after it had like mm-hmm. 70 views on it and then like all of a sudden just one day, I don't know what happened. Right. Uh, yeah, and it's the stupidest shit. I'm like, this fucking stupid thing is what gets traction. But I'm not complaining because it's one of my things that fucking it's not blowing up. It's not millions of of views, but that's a lot of people seeing that shit. Like if I had that many people viewing any of my artwork of any sort, I would be so fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this stupid fucking video. Um, but it's probably not as stupid as or not. No not as stupid it is more stupid than the stuff that you've done but uh i mean yeah that was just some dumb thing and so and that, so now you have your new Do- dogecoin shirt available for for purchase mm-hmm. um the uh, you know on on that topic the <laughs> the the element that I don't know, like that gets it to sell or whatnot. Like I know that when I'm making the shirts, like there are resources to help optimize your listing. And there's a, a site and a subscription that I use that allows me to look at words that are ranking and, and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I've just noticed over the couple years I've been doing shirts that certain things, well, like one thing sells reasonably consistent and and there's a couple of my shirts that sell reasonably consistent. And so 
those are just the ones that I like super focus on doing a whole bunch of variations of because um, I'm all I'm, I'm just trying to uh, use the organic Amazon traffic and I don't want to put any money into like promoting and stuff like I want to just have great great listings yeah. and search that people want to click on and stuff um, but usually I'll just upload I'll make a shirt design and then when I make three or four different variations of it usually the third or fourth variation ends up being like the best design out of all of them because I just I, I think I get familiar with one image and then I kind of take it to a different route and then um because I like to look at the shirts as if they were a thumbnail so you know I'll I'll zoom way out so it's super small and like if you can see what it is in the little tiny image then I'm like okay that's like that's like a good thing to consider but that's oh yeah that's with any shirt that's not the particular niche but the the main the main thing that like the the one type of shirt that I sell the most of are my like lesbian fiance sober lgbtq type of shirts fuck yeah you found your people right right i did and so i just i put out all kinds of shirts like that and it's it's starting to work and i noticed that the the dogecoin like i was looking at on google trends about like cert what what things are getting ranked and how they're often they're getting searched and the some of the stuff that I was looking at that I thought was getting searched a ton was actually um, less than one, but Dogecoin was, you know, at a hundred on that same scale. And so I was like, oh. okay, well, with with how many people are just looking and getting into Dogecoin, then I just need to do strictly Dogecoin shirts. And then you look and there's, you know, there's like 10,000 Dogecoin shirts and it's like, okay, well, I got to do something different. And I've always had different uh, rainbow pride, you know, LGB type shirts sell, but um, I'm really happy that that design I sent you, I was like, this is actually a really cool shirt. And so uh, I was going to, I'm waiting on my taxes. I'm going to get one for me. I'm going to get one for my girlfriend and. We're just going to start wearing them because they're dope, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to wear your own shirts, man. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing wrong with that, dude. You got to fucking, you got to wear those things, man. Show off. And like, where'd you get that? And like, hey, here you go. Yep. I can tell you. I I, yep. I know the guy. And, and, and it would, it might even like, depending on who the person is, it might even hold more value to them if you just gave them the shirt you were wearing. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. Then they think it's even more rare rather than just, Oh yeah, I can just go into Amazon and order this and have it in a few hours. Yeah. So it's a good point. You get it right Um, now with my pit stains. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, something my girlfriend said. She said, I, because 
I have a bunch of shirts and I, you know, sell a bunch of shirts. Uh, but all the shirts I wear have pit stains in them. So she's like, you have like, so many shirts just like ready to go. But you wear like the same three shirts, maybe four shirts. And they all have pit stains in them. So like fucking weird. I'm like, but I like these shirts. But it's like you look over and it's like the uh, those old shirt commercials where it's like, the person raises their arms like sure, 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 and then the person without the shirt deodorant raises their arm like uh, unsure, 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 and <laughs> that that's me, man. I got to do it with the pit stains. So shout out to pit stain people. Uh, Great. So that way they can buy more uh, tech yeah shirts. Dude, yes one one of my one of my favorite shirts that I have. It's actually my favorite shirt has the stains and it, it yeah. sucks because it's, it's, you can't, it's the perfect shirt to wear if you had like a wife beater under it, but yeah. nobody needs to be seeing the pit stains there. They, they, even if the shirt is freshly cleaned, it looks, it looks not, not. Yeah. We yeah. need to, uh, maybe we need to change up our shirts Come up with a new shirt um, design, like a uh, uh, style or like a shape, different shape for shirts mm-hmm. that just don't have armpits. Like that just like they can be long sleeves, but just have a big hole in your armpit. So you, like you can show off your armpits and shit, but then you just don't get armpit stains or right. have some sort of. Have some sort of something there to put it. Maybe that's the fucking million dollar invention, man. The fucking, uh, like the thing that people put, uh, so they don't get skid marks in their pants or or their underwear or something. I I think, I think if it was a couple layers of fabric, but then also, but then also you had like a, um, not like a plastic, but some sort of a a piece going from the front to the back. So it's like uh, there's like airflow in addition to like layers of fabric. So then the layers of fabric get the pit stain that does exist, but is being reduced by the the piece of metal or the piece of fabric that's going from the front to the back. Yeah, we we need that shit, man. Some people got some pit stains on some cool fucking shirts. You can't be right. getting those tech yeah shirts fucking pit stain, but if you do, you can always go buy more. But in the but don't you want one that's gonna last for years? And like you can pay that little extra to get the ones that are gonna last for years with the cool ass armpits on them, and then you're all good and you can have your tech yeah forever. It it should be a it should be an undershirt. So you get the undershirt with the pit stains. Oh you know, yeah. It could it could be like it could be like a wife beater, but just for like the upper half of the arms and the pits or something. Sort of like a dicky kind of a thing almost. Uh mm-hmm. okay. All right. I, I feel you on that. Uh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we went there. Um let's let's uh so 
Saved by the Bell was a TV show. We talked about Save the Bell now. So let's uh, let's end this one. Are you going to come back again, or what's what's the dealio? I I think we should. I think we we should come back again and 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 talk about the murder mystery episode uh, next next time, just like we did last time and the time <laughs> before. Yeah, right. Well, we're gonna get there, man, and uh, we'll probably still be talking about Dogecoin. So. I you, you know, I oh, I did want to before we close. I the, this little there was a Pokemon thing that I wanted that I forgot to mention. Sure. But, uh, it's it's like uh, second or third or fourth or something in terms of rank of like top franchises. Like it's up there with like Mario Whoa. and Hello Kitty. Like holy um, shit. Yeah, and and there was like a traveling carnival, like amusement park, and it was like a seasonal thing and parades and stuff. And uh, I, I I looked it up on Wikipedia like years ago, like a couple years ago, but it was really interesting because I was I knew it was big, but I didn't think it was bigger than like the Zelda franchise. But it's like way bigger. Whoa. Well, I mean, you got to catch them all, man. That's going to fucking up those numbers. That's right. That's right. Just like uh, we need to up those numbers here on on Tech Yeah is what we need to do. We need to get those numbers. <laughs> um, also, once we uh, hang up here, I want you to go and send me your um, your shipping info. Your okay. mailing address and shit. I want to get you something. Um, I'm, I'm I'm trying this thing out, so I'm it's been doing okay. So, but I I I, I want you to have something. So, um, but I, you'll see it when you see it. So, send right. me your shipping info. And do you wanna you wanna tell anyone anything to go find you that they don't know? Or then they might. I don't know why you would not listen to the last two with you, but right. Um, yeah, you, it's it's Brian with a Y on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Bri Bri on Twitter, and uh, B with a Y on TikTok. All right. Well, cool. Uh, and if you need to find me, anything you need to find, RustyDiamond.net. That's all there. Um, I just did that yesterday. I literally, 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 I literally took one of those <laughs> link trees. Do you know what a what link tree is? I I don't, but I'm curious. Okay, so it's um, l i n k t r dot e e, I believe, and you like you. It's basically a list. Of it'll give you like a, a little website type thing. It's free of a list of like all the links you need to have. Like you know, you put your uh, your TikTok, your Twitter, your fucking uh, the, your school paper article you wrote in two thousand two. That's mm-hmm. up online. You can put a link to that and people can 
just go to one thing and they can search through it all and find it all. And so that's what rustydiamond.net is. So you can find you can find my shit easily and it's a lot easier than saying all those things, but it's a good little thing to have. Um, but uh, maybe you can be a sponsor, Linktree, if you're a real thing. Uh, and so I guess that's that's gonna be it. So yeah, send me your your information, and we're gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you some shit, and it's gonna be it's gonna get some shit going, man. I like the I sound guess. of that. Yeah. Uh, it's not X-Lax. Um, so <laughs> I'd still put it to use. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. So <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be the show. And everyone, you kick ass. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Yes, we will. And that's the show, man. That's it. I will see you next time. You won't see me. You'll hear me next time. Because this is Say by the Ben, a Say by the Bell podcast, and we're going to be back next week with Brian with a Y one more time. Maybe more. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield. It impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 